Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back into the Buster Show podcast. Today we have Nima Naz on the show, one of my favorite comedians in the world. How's it going, my friend? Oh, damn, the pressure is on. No, there's no pressure. The on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool, man. Thank you. I really appreciate that. It means a lot. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Um, right before this, I was telling you, you know, one of the things that I think is is so fun about the way you sort of go about it is you test a lot of uh, different styles, ideas, impressions with without uh, thinking too much about it. Some of my favorite of yours were uh, obviously the Gary one, uh, right. Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, mm-hmm. That impersonation is the reason why we met in the first place, because yeah. we, met, we met at VCon. VCon and, and then I've just seen you do so many others uh, since then. And just the ability and willingness to just test and throw it out there, I, I love. How did that start? And how did you start with the both impressions and then just sharing stuff online? Uh, well, I've, I've I've always naturally been doing impressions of people like my whole life. You know, even as a kid, I would I would like sit around our family gatherings, you know, with our relatives, my parents, friends, and uh, make fun of my mom and my dad and my family members and just make them laugh. And so I've always just had a knack of like impersonating other people, whether it's people in my family, my friends, or just strangers or celebrities or whatever. Um, And yeah, man. So when I first started doing comedy, like seven, eight years ago, when I was doing content on YouTube originally, I was like, what's the easiest thing I can start with? So obviously like, you know, making videos about my mom, you know, stuff like that, our own culture. And then eventually start to like go into like, you know, some accents and impressions that I could do. Um, and yeah, I just, I just love doing it to be honest. It's the way my brain works, man. Like I just, I just, I gravitate towards, you know, observing people and, you know, bringing that to light uh, in a way that other people wouldn't know how to do unless they like saw it, obviously. Sure. Right. So what are, yeah. what are like the things that you're looking for when you're doing an impression? Are you looking for like the most outrageous features and aspects about that person or what is it? Yeah, it's 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 uh it's a little bit of everything. Like first, I just so actually, so what the real, what the real thing here is that is that I anybody I impersonate is someone I actually look up to, right? So like when I started doing the Gary Vee videos, like he was one of the first people who actually like really helped me change my life in a way. Me and my brother, and you know, just like help change our perspective on life and you know our mindset about everything. And um, so we really took in a lot of the knowledge that he was giving. And I kind of just took that method of what what Gary talks about with like quantity over quality and like not letting judgments of other people get in the way. And I ran with that. I was like, you know what? Yeah, like if he's saying this and it's working for him, we're going to try the same thing. We did it and literally started doing impressions of him and it reached him. He he shared it. He talked about it and then brought us to VCon. So I'm like, well, so fucking if I can get the attention of the king of social media at this point, yeah. then, like anything's possible. So that's why I was like, after that, I was like on a hunt almost to be like, all right, who else can I fucking get? <laughs> but like at the same time, I, I, I actually do like I, I, you know, I've read Gary's books. I, I've read uh, David Goggins first book. Can't hurt me. Like I really watch his content. I love his stuff. It's really inspiring to me. So I started doing David Goggins. He saw it, reposted it on his page. You know, we talked a couple of times now. It's pretty cool. Alex Hormozy and then fucking yep. like. Um, you know, like stuff like that. Like, you know, I'm, I'm starting to do like Wim Hof and like Joe Rogan and stuff I want to do now. So yeah, like slowly but surely just adding to the arsenal. And like I said, these are all people I actually like listen to and I watch. Uh, and that's why I can do it so well. You know what I'm saying? So 
uh yeah that's pretty much it i loved the uh rogan impersonation <sighs> yeah, yeah, that, like it's uh yeah, yeah. That, that needs work obviously but like you know that was my first time <laughs> i thought it was good thanks yeah i appreciate that like there's some parts obviously like are better than others but it's like that's the whole point like you mentioned at the beginning of this right it's like the willingness to put stuff out and test it out just to see if it works or not you know what i'm saying like that's the that's the only way and i actually posted this on my story today about like people saying like when you post something that oh this this ain't it or like ah this isn't it or this didn't hit or like oh you missed on this one it's okay next like so you get comments like that but i'm like well like how am i how are you supposed to grow how are you supposed to get better or something if you don't put it out in the first place it's, well, a, it's that, a gym right? yeah all 100 percent. all that is, is valuable feedback it's it's fucking value okay like <laughs> it's, you just gotta fucking just do it and and not give a fuck and that's what i am good at and that's why i'm i'm proud of like having that mindset about it to be honest um but and i i hopefully and hopefully i can inspire other people to do the same just the same way gary v inspired me to like you know do this shit so sure um, definitely it's a, it's a chain reaction have you ever been worried about your voice getting stuck in that high octave <laughs> <laughs> uh sometimes sometimes for sure i'm like yo my who am i right now i don't know do i have multiple board personality disorder or i don't know am i fucked but no uh more than anything i just worry about like actually just straining my voice yeah if i if i do something too much that's why like i i you know i so, somewhat wean off of like the harder ones like i don't do it as much or as often and you know i try to do it once in a while so it doesn't like you know hurt my voice the um the best advice I ever got for broadcasting, like doing play by play for long sports events, was tea and honey, and don't talk on the phone. That was the big one that I didn't expect because people wow. tend to talk louder and strain their wow. voice when they're on the phone without even realizing it. True, just so, like even podcast, man. You know, yeah, totally. Well, online podcast, yo, I got, I got, I'm gonna talk quietly the rest of the time. <laughs> Starts, starts, starts doing ASMR into the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that that testing aspect is good. It's a really hard hump to get over, but like the the way that you know, I think is probably appropriate to look at is early on, nobody's listening to you anyways, and then later on, you've built up enough of an audience to be able to actually get feedback from people. So sort of just like a win win when you're just trying stuff, but. You know. yeah that's the way i see it too i'm like and and the more you put out the more you try things uh the more fresh it it remains as well like it's not it doesn't become stale right like like for example like honestly like the gary v videos i was doing like after a while it's like okay like it's like you've done everything you could really do with it um so it's like at some point you have to just start like quietly getting rid of certain characters and accents and, and because like it's been done so much right so um, you have to be okay with moving on as well. Um, but like, that's the whole point of trying new stuff is to like, to get better at the newer stuff. So that becomes fresh. And then it's like a cycle. Just gotta keep, keep on. It's so funny for all these people too, because it's such, I can only imagine it's such an honor to have people do an impersonation of you. Like that's as like that awards. I mean, that's like as high as it gets. Yeah, I know so that, and that, that to Gary V's point, he's the one who said it like many times. On, on podcasts of econ is like yo like the fact that people are imitating me tells me like you know I've, I've made it like i've obviously like done something big enough that like 
other people look up to me in a way that they imitate me. So it's like, it's a, it's a nod. It's a nod to like who you are and what you've become. And then from your standpoint, you're just like handing out Oscars like you're Oprah, you know. In that. <laughs> exactly. It makes you feel good, right? It's like, uh, to my brother's point today, he's like, yo, Gary Vee, like the moment you impersonate someone, like everyone wants to see that right away. Like if someone impersonated you t- like today, like you would find it, you would see it. Like, I don't know. I feel like you, you definitely want to watch that right away. So uh, that's the kind of the perspective I have too, is like, okay, like, if I do an impression of Alex Hormozzi or David Goggins, like, you know, like I feel like it will be a cool thing for them to, to watch. So that's why I do it. Cause I know a, there's a higher chance of my videos being seen by those people. Um, I mean, I think and, now the chances are going to be a hundred percent, you know, because people there, there aren't a thousand Gary impersonations on the internet, especially ones that are funny. Yeah, you know? exactly. And every single one of them too. Like no one else does Alex Hormozzi. No one no one else does David Goggins at all, really. Yeah. Like I've never seen it. Um, even like uh yeah, like Wim Hof, like all these guys. Like, it's weird to me because I'm like, how am I the only one who's actually doing it and getting their attention? And it's but so- in a way, I'm like, it's like, why aren't more people doing this? Cause like if I if like if I can get their attention and they're like resharing it or it's getting traction, then it's like weird that other people wouldn't do it. So I don't know. Most people aren't funny. <laughs> okay, well, that's also true. <laughs> I guess I gotta be uh, a little bit real there too. Like it's like not everyone can do exactly what I do too. So it's like it's a no. Nobody can do exactly what you do. That's for no, sure. And for sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, that, it's cool. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. Um, yeah, and it's funny too because like in our own circles, like of our friends and people who like consume similar content, uh, you feel like everybody and their mom, like everybody in the world knows who David Goggins is. Everybody in the world knows who, you know, Joe Rogan is. Everybody in the world knows Gary and Wim Hof and all these people. But then you actually talk to people who you don't know and nobody has any idea who these people are. It's the craziest like mind, you know, mess up ever. Uh, So true. Gary talks about that too all the time. He's like, like, yeah, he has 10 million followers, but if you zoom out and you look at all the people in the world, that's fucking nothing. That's less than 1% of the world, pretty much, I think. Yeah, even even Mr. Beast talks about it all the time. He's like, yeah. you know, I'll be walking around and you know, nobody over the age of 50 knows who he is. And it's just that's what I'm it's exactly. crazy how the the internet like segments us. Um, like the algorithm segments, like even just people who know who we, who you, you know, anyone is. Uh, yeah. But it, the perception is definitely flawed as well, just because yeah. of that. You know, well, because you think everyone's on social media, but like you have to realize a lot of people aren't on social media, and and so like, how would they know who these people are? And even even fucking Cristiano Ronaldo, like, there's people still don't know who that guy is. And that guy has the most followed on on the internet. So, yeah. like that that should be enough perspective to one not give a fuck what you even do because like who cares at the end of the day like most people don't give a fuck. Um, and also yeah. to like yeah, this doesn't even matter. Yeah, and it, I mean it's funny like if Cristiano Ronaldo walked in my parents' house, neither of them would know who he is. That's what I'm saying. Uh, same. You know, <laughs> it's like what? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> my my mom would be like, who is this? <laughs> oh okay is that a sport oh i don't know i don't know okay well you want food like it's like, it's like 
Yeah, so, no, it's so true. And, and you're right. It really doesn't matter because even like the people who you think care about you don't actually care about you. And then there are like the people who like actually don't care, like intentionally don't care. And then there's everybody else. And it's like you do your thing. You keep going. You have fun doing it and call it a day. <laughs> that's it, man. You have your market. Just fucking run with it. And that's it. Like, and you can't control the amount of people who see your shit. Like, it's just naturally got to happen. So I don't know. Yeah. Like, and that, that's that's why I'm saying a lot of people do get discouraged because they think they need to have some arbitrary number for them to to to, to label them as like making it. But I don't think there's any. No, it's subjective. It's I don't know. I don't I don't believe in that. Like I, you could make it at two hundred thousand or twenty million, depending on what you do. Doesn't matter. Yeah, there there are infinite nuances such as someone with 10,000 followers can change the direction of a company whereas someone with 3 million followers can't sell 5 t-shirts you know so yeah, there's, exactly. there's uh, yeah. all exactly. along the way you know there's yeah. variables at each level um sure. also i think you know there's a lot of value like depending on the niche i mean it, it depends if we're talking like dollars or what makes people happy like people who talk about finance can have one one thousandth the followers as like a girl who's just posting on the beach Shaking her ass. and they and the the finance person is going to make you know i mean depending on whether that girl is doing some other you know right. uh, some other business <laughs> opportunities <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> then yeah that's know, it. the finance guy is gonna have a really high cpm uh yeah so. and, yeah it's it's about brand honestly and that's why we've realized recently is like um, you can have a bunch of followers, but if you don't have a brand, then this means nothing. And so that's why someone who has way less followers could have a huge brand and make way more money and whatever, whatever you're selling um, yeah. than the guy who has like millions. How, how do you feel about like the state of comedy right now online? Um, one, it's saturated a lot, uh, especially with every fucking app becoming TikTok. But at the same time, I don't know, like, you just got to, like, run with it. You have to, like, you can't beat the system. You can't beat the algorithms. You just got to, like, use what the the tools of each platform of what they give you and, and just do your shit. And you'll be rewarded one way or another with the more output you have. Um, and But, yeah, like, overall, from what I see, I'm like, most stuff I watch isn't that funny. But, and I'm not, like, saying, like, <laughs> And it's it's subjective, obviously. Yeah. But at the same time, like I've I've been doing comedy for a while now, and like I watch a lot of comedy. I've I'm a huge comedy fan, and I'm a comedian. So, like I don't know, I can somewhat separate what's actually funny and what's not. Like, but then again, like you can make the argument doesn't doesn't even matter because this person has all these follow followers and they love this person's content. So what? Who am I to judge? Um, but yeah, like there's just a lot of like the same shit. All the time, same trend, same like no one's. It's hard to find more of the original comedy than not. Um, sure. yeah, yeah from... especially the TikTok era, you know, TikTok, TikTok oh, yeah. comedy. Like, I don't know, it's like weird new generation of kids are just making some cringe ass comedy. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but um, yeah, um, you know, comedy, uh, is interesting to me from the sense of like the individuals because. Leo Messi, LeBron James, Tiger Woods are objectively agreed upon by the whole world at being good at their sport. Yeah, right. 
people argue about whether Jerry Seinfeld is funny. That's what I'm saying. It's you know? a different world, man. It's, it's like, yeah, exactly. Like, but you could ar- arguably say he's, he's one of the goats. Like, he's one of the best of all time. Of course. But even, yeah. still, but even still, some people are like, nah, he's fucking shit. <laughs> what are you going to do? People think Kevin Hart is not funny. People think Dave Chappelle is not funny. Like, so, yeah. like, I don't know. It's such a weird, you can't engage it. I don't know. Yeah. I, I The way that, online even you know since i've been doing stuff on social in the last five ten years even uh it feels like it's completely reshaped comedy though and it's given people like the tools like in you know basically every other industry uh to be able to sort of skip a lot of the barriers that were in place before how you know from everything i've heard you used to have to like go to shows and like do that every day and every night over and over and over and over again, where now you have, you know, people who have a couple great videos and people are willing to go see them. Yeah. It's the new era, man. Like, and that's the beauty of like nowadays is like 10 years ago, you couldn't just like build an audience and then do your own shows. You had to do everyone else's shows in person and just hope people would follow you or like, I don't know, somehow find you and like buy tickets to your, your show down the line. Um, now, like, you don't even need to be a stand-up comedian, which I don't, which I'm not for, to be honest, because I don't know, it, like some of these like content, um, com- uh, online comedians, you know, try to like label themselves as like real comedians, like by doing live shows, but that's not the case at all. That you can't argue again because you can't just like you can't fake that. Like doing when like doing stand-up is a complete different game. Than doing the content online. Like you'd be funny online, like the funniest person, and be absolutely garbage on stage. And <laughs> most of these online comedians are garbage on stage. But that's because they don't know how different it is. And are people like, like are people like not laughing at their jokes? Or how do, how does it play out for these people? Hundred percent, man. Like I, I know I know examples of certain people just like through the grapevine of like them doing the shows, these stand-up shows, and tanking. And like they're not doing real jokes. They're just they're just doing their act online on stage, but that's not stand up. Um, and so, and and then they end up, you know, doing terribly, and then they wonder why their career is not going anywhere because they don't work on stand up either. They're not stand up comedian. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a stand up comedian. Like, I've been doing stand up for like eight years, and so, but at the same time, I was I've been doing content too. But like, I actually know what, like how to do stand up, and that's why, like, when I put on a tour recently, like, real, like, and that's the thing. And the the fucked up part is. Even my own audience who like follows me, have been following me for years, didn't even know I did stand up all this time. So when they came to the shows, they didn't know what to expect. They thought like I was gonna do like just like some impressions or accents or whatever the fuck <laughs> online. But you've had um, you've been working on this for a long time. Yeah, for years. And like I have a whole 45, 50 minute routine like of jokes, not just like impressions and accents. Those are included in it, like in a different way, like, but it's not the whole thing. Um, like I actually have like stories or like jokes about my family or whatever it is, right? Um, and so like after the shows, everyone leaves um like almost with like this like feeling of oh my god, like th- th- I blew them out of the water in a way. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like th- I blew their expectations, like right. I went above and beyond, right? Because they didn't know, like I, like they didn't know how good I would be. Not, I'm not saying I'm I'm the best, I'm just saying they had no, they didn't even know I did stand up, so that's why I look so good. When I do I do a show in front of them and 
and like I would blow them out of the water because they're like they they just thought I was just like an online comedian, but I'm not. And so, um, but most of these people who have big followings and they put on these live shows, they're not stand up comedians, and that's and they and they end up sucking on stage, and then like they don't end up like no one's gonna come back because what are they really doing? You know what I'm saying? Um, under but, promise, under promise, over deliver. If they go in exactly to be like all the other, you know, yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and, and that's and we actually have like literally examples of every show I did, like uh, this past year. Like, people would like my own fans would come to the shows at the end when like I meet them and you know, take pictures and stuff. Like, they would always tell me, they would be like, honestly, like, I had no idea like this would be good. Like, I, I didn't think it was gonna be this good. Like, you know, what I'm saying, like, they thought it was gonna be bad, like, which is weird, like, you know, what I'm saying. Uh, but I don't blame them. I also don't blame them, right? Because like they, they didn't see any of my stand up before, right? They followed me for the content. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, anyway. And the only way to develop that skill, in your opinion, is to do those shows daily for years. Well, that's where I, that's how I did it. Like you know, yeah, like I do believe you need to get like the ten thousand hours, like on stage. You know what I'm saying? Like you need to like with anything else, you need to just like hone that craft first. Um, in order to become decent or like good, you know what I mean? Like, uh, and I, I don't do... think I don't think I've ever heard of any like any famous comedian that's good at stand up having a substitute for that. No, there's no substitute. You have to get on stage as much as possible, and you have to tank. You have to bomb night night after night, like three open mics, three shows a night, like just like one after the other, and just eat shit literally. Um, same way Gary talked about eating shit on on videos, right? Like you, you your, your videos bomb. That you got to bomb on stage too, you know what I'm saying? Like that's the only way you're gonna get better. So, um, and it's a different muscle, man. It's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a totally different thing than online. That's a very difficult skill to hone when you're starting the ability to eat crap like that IRL. Because like I, I get it from an online perspective, like you try something new and it doesn't do well, but like you put the phone down and nothing actually changes in your surroundings. The room still looks the same, you know. Yeah, exactly. You go, you go, you go to the gym; it's still the yeah. same. But IRL, whew, how did you deal with that, dude? Trust me, bro. Yeah, trust me. Years for four years straight, pretty much. Like most of the shows I did, open mics, just like no laughs maybe a couple chuckles <laughs> like i don't know you don't know what you're doing you're just like <laughs> eating so much shit on stage um like you know you're up there sweating you're stuttering because you're doing so bad people are staring at you just like looking at you like this you know just like deadpan you know what i'm saying like um but the more you do it the more comfortable you get with failing and bombing that you actually start having fun and that's when you start getting laughs and you start getting better and right. that's the trajectory that I went through after like four or five years. Um, so really, I'm only in the past two, three years, I've been like doing well on stage. But um, even still, man, like people like Kevin Hart and like Dave Chappelle, like Sebastian Maniscalco, Bill Burr, whoever, um, they still bomb to this day. Like, right. But that that's OK. Like, this is a part of the craft. It's part of the art. Um, and even with the online stuff, it's like everyone's going to have a bad video, but it doesn't mean you're bad. Doesn't mean you have to be bad, right? Like you can always improve the next time and just keep going, right? So that's, that's the way I see it. Man, that's the ad. It's true in basically every industry too. Athletes have bad games, content yeah, creators exactly. have bad videos. Uh I mean, you 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 hope the uh people in charge of uh 
more important things don't have as bad days, but everybody has bad yeah. days. <laughs> yeah. Heart surgeon having a bad heart surgery, <laughs> killing someone. It's fine, man. Like, just get to the next it's a bad day. You got it. You got quantity, it, sir. Quantity over quality. Quantity over quality. <laughs> exactly. For the heart surgeon. Yeah, don't judge yourself, my man, okay? Just like keep fucking moving, okay? The guy who's uh in charge of, you know, FAA, NASA yeah. programs. Yeah. <laughs> quantity over quality. Quantity over quantity. Just send the fucking rockets up, my man. Send the fucking rockets. We got more. We got more. <laughs> we got more coming. Who cares? Yeah. Launch them. Oh my god. What what do you um is what you're doing now? what your goal was originally like what with the, when you were just get when you were just getting into comedy doing on stage uh you know having the social presence that you do now and touring and that sort of thing was that always the goal from the beginning or do you did you do you want to did you want to get into like acting and you know other areas so like i started with the intention of doing everything that has to do with comedy and acting and i also do act too like i just did a, a movie recently too. Let's so go. Like, yeah, man. Like I fucking, yeah, it was a lead role in a movie. Finished filming is coming out this fall. No way. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. It's I'm gonna excited. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah. It'll be, it'll be, it's going to, it's a funny movie. And yeah, like I, I just, like I started, I, I dropped out of university to pursue comedy. Like this is my goal in life is to like literally just go all in hundred mm-hmm. percent. I want to be the best stand-up comedian. I want to be, be the best content creator, the best actor. You know what I'm saying? So um yeah like i always manifested in a way this life um and one way or another was going to happen it was inevitable for me so and that's it so whenever like things are going slow or it's not popping off yeah i'm not worried because i know eventually it's going to keep going that in that direction it's the uh power of compounding and uh <laughs> what, what do they say um uh luck is the definition or consistency is the definition of luck that's what it is i like yeah that. yeah exactly it's yeah true. it's true i don't know just with, with effort and consistency like you can't go wrong but I, a little I, bit of luck comes along and it'll help you a lot it's a powerful message man a very hard mindset for most to get around and it, it takes a while uh you know even if even if you are like incredibly passionate about something it takes years to develop anyways Thank you so much for coming on. Where where the hell can people find you? Uh, you can find me on uh, every social media app, Instagram, TikTok, <laughs> um, YouTube, <laughs> um, plenty of fish. Uh, you know what I mean? Just swiping away. But no, I uh, yeah, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. My main platform is Twitter uh, at Nimanaz. That's my name on every single app. So Nima Naz, Tweez on the on, on the first. I don't know what it is about the high pitch voice, but every time, every time. It's so People fun. Are... It's fun, man. I love doing it. <laughs> well, thanks so much, man. Keep crushing it. We're all rooting for you. Welcome back anytime. Appreciate you, brother. Take care, Buster. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Peace.